Welcome to episode 7 of the Anti-Coffee Coffee Club, where we take a sideways look at coffee, coffee culture in Scotland, the UK, and worldwide. With me, Todd Whiteford, my good friend uh, Tony Scotty Pippin Johnson over there, and the, the man who many people describe as the Dennis Rodman of the coffee game, it's Courtney Diane Brennan. What's good here? Yeah, you know what's not good here? No. This is all wrong. No, this is the first time I've How dare you? I wasn't quite sure what I'd just seen, but I knew it was time for me to leave. I feel like if we were, as a, as a, the three of us, we've got very clearly defined roles. You know what they are? You've got Tony. Me, the boss. Tony's the Scotty Pippin, <coughs> which is hardworking, slight. Second best. No, 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 no. Let me finish. <laughs> hardworking. I was going to say that that sound of you eating that sandwich is disgusting, but it's not. It's the sound of my head turning. <laughs> right. So Tony is the the sort of uh, talented youngster. Um, Bound for greatness. Underpaid and underappreciated. Living in the shadows of... Me, Michael me, Jordan. Me, Michael Jordan, correct. And then it's obvious to everybody that Courtney is Jerry Krause. <laughs> I can be Larry Bird. You are Jerry. Courtney spent the best part of this season trying to break the team up. You're I Dennis Rodman. You're well, I can be Dennis Rodman. Cool. You know that Dennis Rodman broke his penis twice. Really? Yeah. He can't break the penis. He can. You can because basically you won't know this because you don't have one. But mm-hmm. inside the penis is um, a sort of tube that, when it fills with blood, becomes like it's like a tendon, mm. and that's what gives the penis its rigidity. Um, and and if you bend that the wrong way, it will snap. He did it twice. Blood everywhere, like internally, blood everywhere. Oh yeah, I, th- I imagine the swelling would oh. be. Oh. Did he do it on the court? No, no, I think he did it having sex with Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest with everyone. We recorded twenty-five minutes of a podcast, which was incredibly negative, depressing, and Shall we I? put ourselves in a bit of a foul place. So we stopped. Tony brewed up some coffee. What did you brew, Tony? It's uh, from an Australian roastery that Philip was sent over because Philip Daly used to work in Australia. And the roastery is called Everyday. And it's uh, Isabel Correa from Peru. Mm-hmm. Katura. Washed. Nice. Washed, yeah. It's tasty here, though, isn't it? Here, Todd. It's a washed, yeah, yeah. I called it. <laughs> yeah, guys, I got that. Uh, washed, it's a washed. Yeah, I think it's a washed. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. The shout out to Everyday Roasters in Australia. Thanks very much. Shout out to Phil. I was thinking about this yesterday. We have in our business a, a part of our like brand identity is a slight connection to South America, hmm. or actually in some in some areas very uh, strong connection our love of Colombian coffee, for example, and some of our marketing language. Um, 
so you get like an anglophile which is like someone who's obsessed with kind of england you get francophile someone who's obsessed with france yeah what is it if you're obsessed with australia which i think phil might be a little bit oh yeah an Aussie Australia file. I guess the Aussie, it's the Aussie culture, isn't it? That's what we'd call it here. Like yeah. being an Aussie, yeah, Aussie culture. Wreck off, bouncer. Do you think that's why he's really enjoying lockdown so far? It's that sort of laid back lifestyle of him just, you know, doing whatever he wants to do, Maybe. enjoying the sun, Maybe. training Maybe in the yeah. park. Yeah, I think he is enjoying the training. Although yeah. he did his hamstring in, didn't he? Oh, oh did he? Yeah. Shit. Used to be a sprinter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fast one. Yeah. We should form a wee team of athletes. <laughs> I was thinking we could have the Cartel uh, Unified National Track Team. Nice. I like that. C-U-N-T team for short. <laughs> Might be quite nice. A bit of branding. <laughs> you could have good on the front and cut yeah. on the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like, like, we we're kind of just... I think that's the next thing for us is coming out of a like a smallish refurb and now starting to think of bigger ideas and what we were getting right into the momentum of before which was like sort of diversifying a li- like not in any sort of monetary way but just in a like this is fun so like with the cycling team yeah uh, and yeah some other like cool projects to do I'd yeah. love to just have that. It's just like, in the way that um, it was like Trek Segafredo. Yeah. Just like sugar company. Like, oh, it's fun to that cycling team. Yeah, cool. Definitely. There's a, yeah. there's a history with coffee companies sponsoring. Yeah. Um, Faima. Yeah. But yeah, we should look at maybe get something quite a niche spot and see if we can dominate the niche spot. What would it be? Bulls. 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 Like Petonk. Honky-tonk? Petonk. Yeah. Petonk. You know what petonk is? I do not. Petonk? It's a boule. But uh, when we are in France, we call it petonk. It's like a colloquial <laughs> sort mm. of name, like mm. a slang. Mm. You make the noise. <laughs> petonk. <laughs> petonk. Around the corner and she licks it up. Oh! Well, so we got our first our first celebrity review. Oh yeah. Let me just load it up. Is it? Um, it was sent by telephone. Uh-huh. Good friend here, Alex Ferguson. Just wanted to get in touch to tell you proud, proud, very proud of the podcast. Been listening, me and the wife have been listening every week. On episode six now and. Uh, Quite the thing, we're listening quite the thing. A couple of wee bits of feedback for you from Alex here. Uh, it's Dom Hall Gleason, not, Don, not Donald Gleason. I don't know how you got confused there, but Dom Hall Gleason, uh, Wendy Gleason's son. Uh, apart from that, loving the banter, loving the, the criticism of Courtney Blennon, Louise Blennon. Uh, the more you pick on him, the better, as far as I'm concerned, he's a David Beckham. 
lovely dressing room. Keep up the good work. You're a good friend, Alex Ferguson. Listen, next time up, I'll be I'll be in the shop. I love my coffee. I'm also on the mail delivery system, so I get it every couple of weeks from yourselves. All the best. Take care. Love to all the good coffee cards you have from your friend, Alex Ferguson. Point very point. That's insane. So Alex that's Ferguson. nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So nice. Is he <laughs> oh. oh, I need to cut that. <laughs> Luna's cut. a big fan. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Nice. Anything to say about that, Courtney? You got any? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some like good Alex kind words. words. How come he? Do you think? Why does he want us to pick on you more? I don't know. Have you got history? Yeah. What happened? I just don't really like Scottish people. I guess that must be it. Whoops. Is he from Glasgow? Um, I, I don't so. know. I don't think so. Is yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Is, is he Glaswegian? I think so. Nah. I feel like my breath's very raspy today. It's that early onset of coronavirus. Oh. Yes, thank you very much. Is he Glaswegian? Where? Where from? Paisley? Just down the road. Is he just down the road? Govan. Is he? Right, well. Didn't know that. I like Manchester. Manchester's a cool city. Yeah. We went down for uh, Cup North one day. Oh, yeah. And remember we went to that brewery? Yeah. It was like a really cool brewery, although it was freezing. So cold. But they, it was like an archway. And they had like table tennis table out front. Yeah. I think there was a pizza oven in there somewhere, but there was pizzas. And then just shit, loads of beer. Nice. It was so cool. They still do cut off. Yeah, they do. Don't they? Mm, I think yeah. it's coming back uh, this year. Yeah, they skipped a year and then uh, it's right. coming back. Just it's good. I, I think it's yeah. the best coffee festival. Yeah. Like London's too big. Yeah. Manchester just has the right blend of yeah. like south and north sort of Ponzi southern fairies <laughs> and yeah. hard northerners. Definitely. Like a bit more industrious and yeah. It's a mixing point, isn't it? Mixing pot. For sure. so. It's just got a bit like the venue's better, like the um, it's got a better, like more friendly atmos. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. During the day, definitely Manchester, but I think they're both they're both really good for the after parties. If you can get if you can get going to either of the after parties, the Manchester one was really good. That was in Grind, no, not Grind. Yeah, Grindsmith. Was it Grindsmith? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it was good. I was good. Um, and then the one usually at London's really good as well, where it's kind of just across from the. The old Truman Brewery. Did you? When were you in London? When did you go there? Been down like we went when this started. Twenty seven. Like 20, 2015, 2016, 2017. Mm. Sixteen, I did. You and I went down sixteen with Kathleen and Ryan Garrick. Oh yeah. Remember? No, that's twenty seventeen, bro. Seventeen. Yes, just before we did this. Yeah. Because remember, we sat in that pizza place. Kathleen drew that. And over there. this is when we were <coughs> trying to think of names. <laughs> and it was Wolf Wolf Peak was going to be one of our... It was our working title. Nice. After the Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Lost Boys. Lost Boys Coffee Co. We scrapped that fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Kathleen drew us as Wolf Peak um, on a napkin when we were having pizza. And it's just both of us <laughs> in our underwear for some reason, just high fiving on the top of the ah, mountain. Yeah. I've seen that. That's the where, where is that? It's just over there. Ah, yeah. Todd. Such a strange. <laughs> she's a strange person. <laughs> that was a hell of a night. We met Rob Ashton in the Ace. Was it the Ace Hotel? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was shit faced, and we convinced him uh, not to fly home that night. <laughs> oh yeah, and then we went to um, uh, White Lion, Super Lion. Whatever it was called Do- back then. The one in Dalston. No, uh, Hoxton. Hoxton, yeah. Super Lion. Um, yeah. 
No, White Lion. Was it White Lion? Yeah, yeah, and then so funny. Oh, that was good. He brought us around and then left, <laughs> and then stayed somewhere because he'd missed his plane. Because he, he wasn't. We convinced him to stay, but then I think he still had a little time to make the decision. And he timed it really badly that his girlfriend left. She got on the plane. Or did she? I can't actually. Ah, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> either they both stayed or he stayed in London. And we were staying in a high-rise flat, like pretty much the top floor. It was really cool. Yeah. Nice. In, in Shoreditch as well. More or less right opposite. It was Hoxton. It was Hoxton. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was only like 20 minutes walk down to Viltrum Brewery. Mm-hmm. Walk past attendant, have a little breakfast. Oh, yeah. Delicious. Yeah, coffee festivals. I bet they're not going to happen <coughs> for a while, are they? Mm. Mm. Glasgow one. Edinburgh one was always shit anyway, to be Whoa. fair. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It just didn't It didn't get anything right. It's the room. Like, the, yeah. the festival itself is actually reasonably... Like, the Aeropress thing is fun. Like yeah. I like an Aeropress yeah. competition, but the room is just stuffy and... I think that's what makes Cup North. Because it feels yeah. like a party. Yeah. But, I, but I also just... It's like dark and cavernous. It's good. There's a nice buzz to it. It's a weird mix. Because it's not a trade show. Yeah. Yeah. But it kind of is a trade show. Yeah. But it's also open to the public who are paying whatever, you pay 20 quid to get in. And that's just to get in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's just a weird mix of like... Do we what this? Who's got a phone there? Todd. Hello, my wee fantastic. Hello, is it me you're looking for? Cut all that out, I guess, guys. Do you reckon we can be the first coffee festival, socially distanced coffee festival? Like an espresso competition, but or something? No, not worth it. I feel like see a lot of this stuff, like coffee competition. Why? Yeah. What are you proving? Why do a coffee competition? Uh, right. I get it. it. To some extent, I can understand it. Like, for the individual, competition makes you better. Yep. Yeah. It's not a great spectator sport. No. Coffee Masters is. I don't know. Yeah. Is it fuck? I, it like, is. No. Coffee Masters is fun. It's n- It's a... It's mm. very much... A, you're clutching at straws. Nope. I think... Coffee Masters gets it right because they do I think maybe they need to talk about it better like to communicate with the crowd what they're up to but I like the it's not interactive but the cupping when they're like oh where do you think that's from which country that's fun that's entertaining it doesn't translate in the same way I enjoyed it as I've never seen a Coffee Masters it's good it's really good best competition there is listen Mm. to I think Trumpy Trump's over there (laughs) Trust me. <laughs> the best it's the is. best. You're um, gonna love it. They're doing a great job. <laughs> like it's not like when you watch I don't know if you guys are familiar with a little basketball documentary called The Last Dance. When you watch that, it's a th- it's thrilling. As something to watch, it's thrilling. There's not a comp- coffee competition that's thrilling. Okay, but you're Barista Wars actually, Barista Wars is the only one that is slightly entertaining entertaining for someone who's not in it yeah but Coffee Masters comes from Barista Wars I think but coffee like whatever they are it's it's for the individual and judging alright that's the best that's the best very wasteful one coffee latte art competitions wasteful two 
they're so like masturbatory. Is that a word? Sure. Yeah. They're just for the individual. They're like. Or the coffee industry. It's it's coffee industry focused, isn't it? It's like again echo chamber. Thing. Yeah. Mm. But I think the best thing about coffee and <laughs> coffee competitions is the last thirty seconds to seeing whether someone's gonna mess up. That, that's the only interesting part about yeah. it. Like it's like you've got fourteen minutes, and if they're or when they're pulling a shot, if like a shot starts leaking out the side of the portfolio or something, it's like high pressure yeah, yeah. it's just wow. the pressure thing but then yeah. that's not interesting unless you know that that isn't what's supposed to be happening yeah the, the thing that like i respect the amount of time that a participant puts into it you have to respect and when they do like like i watched max maxwell kolonadash would do his u.s when when the world was in the u.s uh 2015 yeah i was there <laughs> i was there uh, and I watched him do his thing and he like he talked non-stop for 15 minutes yeah. and it was like two seconds to go and he did his little round up and he put his hand up and he was like he that routine he nailed it but actually the amount of that that translates to me as a take home yeah, yeah. thing was like almost zero yeah. other than that's amazing he talked for 15 minutes and he got it right I couldn't tell you what coffee mm. I couldn't tell you um what latte I did I, like and also I don't give a fuck like there has to be a competition that can be invented that involves the crowd in the same engaging way that a sports event does. yeah that's yeah. the difference it's not a sport yeah so, so like, then why is it a yeah, competition yeah exactly yeah it's yeah. it's all about it's a single person if there was teams maybe it might be a bit more engaging it might more interesting because then you'd be like oh so that team I like it because they've got this guy on it who's really good at doing mm. that but yeah too different I, I think yeah I think because the end product like at least in basketball or something if you see someone do a slam dunk the end product is the aesthetics of it right it's like oh, yeah. that was mint or like the tension build up but making a or like even if you pour the best latte art in the world like you can look at it and be like oh yeah that's cool but yeah yeah can't drink it that's cool like actually the drinking part is the nice part about yeah. anything and non like the only people who are drinking it are the yeah, yeah. judges and in latte they're not even drinking it they're just and looking also at there it, must you know. be like a more um surely we can think of something that has like an instant score todd yeah. 30 seconds come up with a competition right it's an instant score right i'll come up with a scoring system it's an instant score you do something the score comes up on a scoreboard Ding! yeah right Oh my God! Two points, Charles Babinski. Can you believe he just <laughs> he just cleaned out his portafilter? That is amazing. <laughs> right there you go, and the two points comes up, and you've got so you've got a score, and you've got a timer. That's the start of it, because the, the other thing with the yeah World Barista Championships, for example, you don't get the scores until the end of the day, not yeah, even the end yeah, of the yeah. round. It's like the end of the day, and it takes because judges have to deliberate over yeah, it all, yeah. and yeah. People yeah. say that like uh, American football is like a long sport. It takes like three and a half hours to complete the game. But at least after three and a half <laughs> hours, you know who's won. Yeah. With that, it's like the whole yeah. fucking day. Definitely. Because when it heats. It's like, teams. so like uh, things that we used to do in the morning. The, mm -hmm. the Your, your competition was the best. The, the weighing out. Yeah. Or like just multiple tasks that someone yeah. has to do. Or like. But as a team, remember the, what was our Christmas night out? Christmas night was it a team? Yeah, there was Friday two of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. was two per team. 
and was it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. You work in school. Well, uh, when we got onto the machine, we worked in groups. Yeah. In ah, teams, yeah. so like who could make the best drinks, and you know, ah, yeah, with the order, you had to decide. Yeah, you yeah. had to decide who was on milk, who was on shots. So definitely, yeah, visual scores would be good at that sort of stuff, and like a good compare, maybe a comedian. Yeah, and against the clock, I think you're right. There has to be like yeah. a time and a style element in yeah. there. So there is, there's a clock in Coffee Masters, but there's no, there's no live scores. Yeah. So that. So you need uh, some because you need the story. You it's need to be see, especially if it's two against two. They yeah. have two scores. Yeah. Dukun, dukun. Oh my God, Maxwell <laughs> Colonna Dashwood. He's forgotten to purge, <laughs> and that is gonna be two points off. Yeah. And That's then it. let's do it. Then you've suddenly got this like jeopardy. Yeah. And if you could take a format similar to what you're talking about, like things that you would do in a service in a coffee shop. Yeah. Weighing out. Weighing out beans. Mm. Um, making multiple drinks. There are variations of these competitions, I think. Yeah. Making multiple drinks, like a speed round. Yeah. Two mochas, one cup of tea. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> random drinks and then like Definitely. two espresso. It's also trying to make it fun. Cleaning, and the, cleaning the toilet. <laughs> Well, <laughs> after that guy, not that, but like there could be one of like get all the chairs down off the tables yeah. because you need to open at nine, mm -hmm. and then you have a you also have a knock on effect for the industry as a whole, in that the the places the coffee places who are saying do you want to go for this competition? It looks like it's good fun. It's a bit it's like rock and roll, yeah. But also, if you get good at the competition, you'll be good at your job. Yeah, yeah. You know, like this will stand you in good stead whereas yeah. like because the Bristol competitions don't have a transferability into the real life I no. always think it's so far detached from yeah mm. standard day in a coffee shop yeah because yeah. if a customer walked in and they said I want a coffee and someone was like right here's the here's my time to go through my routine let me speak to 12 you 15 minutes, minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah great yeah definitely but try speaking to someone for 15 <laughs> seconds about a coffee <laughs> mm -hmm. you can tell that they're just like oh it's fine yeah like just give it you can do it now that we have three minutes per customer but even <laughs> then even then like people ask oh, what do you what do you recommend I can see mm. after like 10 <laughs> seconds they're like oh, I wish I hadn't asked well yeah don't you hate that question that is the worst question you can ever ask I just want to go narco yeah. <laughs> what do you recommend oh, what do you like it's not <laughs> it's like come at me with something and say I really yeah. like chocolatey coffee yeah, yeah, yeah cool here have this one boom yeah. done what do you recommend i like really shit coffee yeah <laughs> or, uh, yeah i like really <laughs> whoa <laughs> hello count it <laughs> i like yeah, yeah you slam dunk <laughs> one round could be trying to convince someone to buy a reusable cup <laughs> <laughs> yeah you just have oh, to like take yeah you have to but you have to do it in 30 seconds <laughs> yeah I need to get Dervo back in for that. Yeah. <laughs> She's got it nailed. Um, do you think latte art competitions are dead? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. coronavirus. <laughs> Excuse me. Jesus. <coughs> um, yeah, I never really liked them anyway. Uh, but I did like them at one point. Yeah. There is definitely a new... There's room for a new coffee competition yeah. that is not stuffy. Fun for everyone, including spectators. Could have like a... When if we have to get perspex screens up, we could do like a pressure pressure round where loads of zombies come in and are banging against the perspex screens, oh, and yeah. you've got to make an espresso for all the zombies. Like what is it? Is it Call <laughs> of Duty? 
yeah. the zombie round where you're just in the house. Yeah, yeah. the last level, I think <laughs> it is. Yeah. Or like, it's a little bonus. I used to play that with my old flatmate mm-hmm. and we used to, to go to it and he'd be like, on your left, on your left. Oh God! Because <laughs> I'm not very good at these things. You know. Wasn't it Nazi zombies? Yeah, it was definitely Nazis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and actually, if you didn't kill them properly, they would crawl towards you and get you. Yeah, bite your ankles. Yeah. <laughs> we good coffee competition. That is competition for industry people, but then also a room to like get people in from the crowd. Oh, like, yeah. just do that. That's w- it, watch the competition it? Yeah. and then try and do it. Uh, hopefully would uh, I guess it's not it's not the education but it's more of appreciation like see if you can do that and enjoy doing it yeah you've got five minutes to train a customer to mm-hmm. pull a shot that'd be fun <laughs> and, and then you get you get a ringer in there who's like good yeah like, look I'm on at three o'clock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just you need to you need to sit in that seat and I'm gonna pick you and pretend you're shit for the first one and then at the second one just <laughs> Five stack. I'm gonna choose that guy. Oh, yeah. what's your name? James Hoffman. Got myself my fancy spoon. Always important for tasting. Not essential, but nice. Ah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Come on. In. It's like like white men can't can't jump. Yeah. Like, no, give him the <laughs> jump. <laughs> I reckon we're on to something there. That's yeah. gonna be the new coffee competition. Up. So just do it! Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Make your dreams come true! Yesterday, you said tomorrow. Some people dream of success. Are you going to wake up and work through it? You're going to wake up and hard anyone else would quit. And you're not going to stop there! Nothing is impossible! No! What are you waiting for? Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! To add to our coffee competition idea, get in touch with the podcast at Anti Coffee Coffee Club on Instagram. The first Anti Coffee Coffee Club competition yeah the a c c c c c and then how how else do you think the coffee industry is going to change as we come to be out of lockdown yeah cupping cupping's yeah. a big thing yeah cupping's massive cupping's gone Cu- well no cupping has changed and i think it's changed definitely for the better there's less contamination from cup to cup from like in terms of coffee so you mean it's better it's got better since corona since corona yeah so the new thing is you've got your own kind of bowl of clean water and you scoop a little bit into a cup that you drink from all the time Mm. so your spoon never goes into your mouth or into a cupping bowl or like what so it's clean like what we did just before yeah 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 i guess that's (laughs) <laughs> if anything it makes you realise how disgusting things yeah. were before wasn't it yeah, yeah. like I, it was always on my mind when I went to a big cup and I'd always get in there first and like yeah. try and go through before yeah. too many people had been in there yeah. Yeah, not because really I was keen on the coffee more that I was just keen on not tasting everyone else's mouth yeah <laughs> yeah but like that's pr- that has probably changed forever now yeah people people will have that in their brains I reckon so yeah, yeah probably for the best yeah you yeah. wonder if it will just become a uh, 
it won't be a cupping it will just be brewed coffee like maybe f- loads of little mini french presses or something mm. yeah brewed well i reckon how long is it before a new product comes out that's like a little slurp cup you know like or like a, a rather than a like a little tommy tippy with two yeah. ha- a handle on each side <laughs> and then a little a ceramic tommy tippy <laughs> <laughs> um, i think that's gonna be the only thing that changes though i, don't, I really don't think the industry's gonna change too much i reckon takeaway uh, cups is gonna be a bit of a weird one i've already thought that a lot of people Big companies like Starbucks and Costa have stopped doing reusable cups. Todd read a, a study from the University of Auckland. Was it? Yes. Was it Auckland? <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, they found, in fact, right, I'll, I'll read it. Let's get the facts, shall we? Um, right. Reusable cups are back on the table for coffee lovers during Alert Level 3. Oh, no. <laughs> You've gone African. No, wait, here we go, here we go, here we go. <laughs> reusable cups are back on the table, bro. For coffee lovers? No, all right. I'll just do it around. Take it away, TT. Actually, write brew in the sentence. Scientific paper. Do you want to see my Michael Jackson dance moves? Reusable cups are back on the table for coffee lovers during alert level three. Some cafes have been holding off from serving customers with reusable cups, fearing they could spread the coronavirus. However, is this is from the Ministry of Health. Is the response continues... The best ways of staying safe and healthy and also protecting the wider community remain the same. Physical distancing, cough and sneeze etiquette, washing hands, a spokeswoman said. And she said it exactly like that. <laughs> um, okay, so on the second and third, oh sorry, in March some cafes banned reusables, but there appears to be no evidence that they're a risk. And mm. it continues... You can make this really slick, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Last year, Kiwis, so just, just in New Zealand, that's what Kiwis means, mm-hmm. they used around 80,000 single-use takeaway cups a day. Whoa. I mean, that's mad. That's mm. crazy. Um, right, that's so basically just says there's no risk. I think everyone is just so scared of it all. Yeah. Like we take them, but we're not touching them. We're just pouring into them. Latte art is incredibly difficult to do, but... Would you rather have a safe cup of coffee or a cup of coffee that looks good? Yeah. That the barista's handled after handling seven different cups. I think that's it. It's put, it's oh, this is great. Sorry to interrupt. But yeah, right. So this is, this is, let's give them a wee shout. They're probably listeners. Modax Espresso in Dunedin. That's in New Zealand. He, right, so this is brilliant. Well, it's not brilliant. But the reason I think it's brilliant is because it's in line with the way I think. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is exactly how I think. Must be fantastic. Um, so the, the owner said he didn't want to be dragged through the coals for serving coffee in reusable cups. Um, their process is completely zero contact. The barista doesn't even cu- touch the cup. When they put their cup down, they're probably f- we're probably four metres away. The barista walks forward, pours the shot in, pours the milk in and walks away. Boom. Easy. So we read it. Yeah, so it's it's weird though because I, yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah. in the situation of the cup, people think that that will be a transmitter yeah. for yeah, it yeah, when yeah. it might not be, yeah. or probably isn't. But yeah. they still like that's just the easy yeah. thing it's to say. Oh, that's something that I can avoid, and then it's yeah. like oh, I'll just use a single-use cup and, yeah. away. and like I know there's bigger issues in the world than using a single-use cup, 
that's obvious mm-hmm. but it's in our back garden isn't it so if we if we can stop someone using a single use cup through doing something then you hope that that passes on to something else yeah. and that's yeah. the idea like it's also have you seen the there's like a little cartoon of uh, there's like two sort of egghead scientists looking at a chart and the chart has like a peak and it's all about uh, you know obviously flatten the peak flatten the peak and they're looking at this with like a little magnifying glass and one of them's got a clipboard and they're like they, they look like nerds <laughs> and they're like classic scientists right <laughs> and then behind them is a huge peak on another graph which is climate change and they, yeah. they're oblivious it's, it's, that's the thing like this will be a very short um, relative time yeah before people will look back on this and be like oh yeah remember like this time last year we were locked down mm-hmm. but climate change is not yeah there's not a vaccine for cl- there's not a vaccine for climate change oh. Todd do you know what Todd is the vaccine for <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you know what's the vaccine for climate change it's us guys <laughs> humans we could do better behaviour yeah do you know what's the best cure mindfulness anybody need more coffee kitchen's nah, closing man, we don't we don't mess with caffeine you don't nah I don't don't you know caffeine could cause serious delirium delirium serious delirium and now you tell me coffee shop what what's your favourite coffee shop experience Tony White Tony Whiteford Tony Lee Jameson <laughs> Favourite coffee shop experience? Yep. Can I go for a pee and think about it? Nope. Yeah, okay. Flat Cap Whiteford. What's your favourite coffee shop experience? Um, and I know you want to say the good coffee cartel, but you can't. I'm going to... I have to have a wee think, but I know for sure... Um, <laughs> the microphone to the door. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Gotta go for a pee. <laughs> There's a place, uh, Victrola Coffee, Victrola Coffee in um, Seattle. Oh. It, it was very good. I think I equate a lot of good experience with not just the coffee. Uh, okay. Clarify like, that. I'll give you an example. Do I went to Coffee Collective in uh, Copenhagen. Copenhagen. And the coffee was great, but I, the rest of the experience was really not memorable for me. Like, I didn't. To me, I was just like, ah, I give a fuck. Uh-huh. Um, so it's the interaction. Yeah, I like the whole yeah. kit and caboodle. So like Victrola coffee, coffee was nice. I sat outside, um, had a nice chat with the barista. I bought like some coffee and they were like, they were good. They were like, oh, are you, <laughs> you're not from here, are you, big fella? Do you want to take, if you're taking it home, we've got like a fresher roast date. Oh, wonderful. So they gave me like, Attentive. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 and it was just like a much more wholesome. And I was there for the SCAA, um, so they w- there was much more of an interaction about coffee mm-hmm. in a way that was really uh, like palatable to me like because that. it wasn't too, just wasn't too wanky. It was just mm-hmm. like we're in this industry and a bit of industry chat rather than like going too heavy in the. What was this? Uh, Victrola in Seattle. Um, okay. I had quite a, I had a few nice experiences in, in Seattle, actually. Mm. 
slate coffee roasters or they got. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you're like, that's like saying your pals about Bill Cosby or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, they got. Yeah. yeah. They got me too. They got me too. Yeah. Not paying their staff very well. Um, where okay. else? There's a place in Modena called Menomoka. Modena. Which is a by day speciality coffee bar, by night wine bar. Wonderful. And nice. yeah, like we went there a couple of times and had like a really nice, for Italy, had zero expectation of any mm -hmm. nice coffee. And again, just like the layout of the shop was cool. It, it was like, in fact, have you ever seen Master of None? Mm -hmm. So you know where he's in Modena? Yes. And they're in, they're having on his birthday that he's with his three pals and they're in a place with like all the faces on the wall. Mm -hmm. that, uh -huh. That's the place. Right. Okay. So you go through, it's like cavernous. It's got like exposed brick, like old style building. Loads of uh, paintings of famous like people on the wall, nice. uh, like mu a big mural and then an outside seating bit. And it was just cool. And, and again, the staff were like really friendly, cool people. Nice. Like they were just kind of, it was very chilled vibe and like. What was, um, what did, were you there over the crossover period when they changed from being a coffee shop to a. No, a wine no bar? we were just there. Well, we were kind of, we weren't crossing over, but yeah, I suppose it was like four, four or five o'clock. Would they have done like a shutdown and then a reopen no, or is it just a just kept going. straight through? I didn't see that. Because I'm in, I'm, nice. I like places that can do two things now. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see that crossover. Yeah. I feel like that. I feel like it. Real James. Oh, what is it when they like pull or twist Austin Powers and like yeah, twist something yeah. around? It's like, oh, here's the wine. Bar. Yeah, but that's cool. I like. What's it called again? Meno Mocha. Meno Mocha in Madonna and yeah. uh, Madonna. In Madonna. Madonna. <laughs> yeah. In Madonna's house. That's my best coffee shop. <laughs> I think there else like. Gotta be places in the UK. Yeah, because mm. yeah, I'm just thinking like, after this, wonder what the your new best coffee experience would be you know would it uh, I'm just thinking so it, if coffee shops um, you know the future of coffee shops could be it's almost like you know a hatch in the wall it's a coffee shop you mm. walk in you get a coffee you go get mm. a little bit of chat nice experience but you're not going to be in a position where you're sitting inside a coffee shop anymore mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just wondering how do you think they'll become more exclusive I think maybe the emphasis will be more on customer service, yeah. more on interaction, like the time of the fast-paced uh, coffee shop where you're, or or just like the, the 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 moment of the stuffy, wanky, pretentious barista is gonna go, because if all you have to deal with is is a face, you're on the street, and it's a face in the wall, handing you your coffee. You're gonna and like the coffee would have to be very, very, very good to keep going back to a place where you're like that guy's like always seems to be in a mood. Yep. Yeah. I go there every day. He doesn't seem to recognise me. I'll give you another example: Monorail Espresso in Seattle. It's a hole in the wall, and like the the staff there were so friendly mm. and so nice. I was just like, I'm gonna go back there. Yeah. Just yeah. just just because you're like. Hey, it's a Scottish guy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what do you what do you do last night? Uh, did you go to this bar? Blah blah. blah. Like, nice, it's yeah. just better than, and like, the coffee's 
fine. It's not amazing. Um, the word you're looking for is good. The coffee was good. Good. Yeah. It, it, it hit the spot. It was like it did its job, but yeah, it wasn't. The I wouldn't. Experience altogether is like when the, the experience and for what they have, which is a, just a hole in the wall. Yeah. That's all yeah, you. That's cool. You know, like I wouldn't go back there if it was just like four dollars. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Yeah. It was the other stuff around it. So if if we were moving into that moment in the UK of like you don't get the the shop experience, you don't get the yeah. atmosphere, you're only gonna get your human interaction for three minutes and then back out onto the pavement. So mm -hmm. if that human interaction is not consistently yeah. a certain style yeah. that you like, then why would you go back to yeah. it? Yeah. Because we had a customer in uh, either Friday or Saturday and she was like, I love how you're still playing music. Even though you got no, there's no customer sitting in. The music's not for the customers that are sitting in for half an hour to have a coffee and just relax here. It's like the atmosphere is still exactly the same as it was before you closed. Fuck the police. <laughs> <coming straight. laughs> Todd playing his child-friendly hip-hop. Um, who was what? it? Um... Oh, that's annoying that you put me on the spot. It's the person, I don't know her name, uh, the blonde woman who jumped from box number one to two. Oh, yeah. But she kind of had a, a big jump. Stacey. Yeah, she almost got there. Stacey. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah cause it, I know. I mean, if she tries that. I was really encouraging her as well. If she tries that this weekend on the non-slip floor that's actually a slip floor, she'll be in trouble. Yeah, hopefully it's not going to rain. What about you, Toner? What's your favourite coffee? I've got... Uh, my favorite experience of any coffee shop was probably at um, Mother's Milk, which used to be a coffee shop in London with two guys that I used to work with called Will and James. Hmm. Will Hilliard and James Wise, but not oh, the famous yeah. James, James Wise. Oh, right. A different one. The, the unfamous James Wise. James Wise, the <laughs> second. <There's> two. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're both, like two, they both worked in Proofrock, and mm -hmm. I think James worked in Proofrock as well. But Anyway, they're both really, really good baristas. They were pretty much fed up with the coffee industry working in different places, and they set up a coffee shop that had, like, two seats in it in underneath an office, a small office for a catering company. Mm -hmm. And the people who worked in the office used to have to walk through. It was tiny. It was like a glass window, and it said, like, it was Rosalind's Catering or something. It said that on the window still so that you could, from outside you didn't even tell it was a coffee shop apart from right. will and james just sat in there but they had a lever machine um and i think a keys was it a keys i think it was a keys lever a mirage lever and uh just brewing coffee but they were brewing johannes's coffee jb and but just like it was no bullshit it was funny that both of the two most ironic dry-witted people but it, it and it got it was number one on London Coffee Shop app oh. for years. They basically broke that app because that's cool. Everyone just voted for them because they were so funny. It was right around the corner from the BBC, so oh. they were busy. But it's yeah. just like no one was rushing it. But they're just I think just the whole idea of a bit of a wanky coffee shop scene in London, yeah, and then yeah. those two came in and did that thing. They were using Evian bottled water for their for everything because they didn't have water in there and they were the people upstairs would always bitch about will and james downstairs and it was like one room and they <laughs> they would bitch about them upstairs it was just like the most awkward horrible situation that you could be in but it worked somehow 
So that was That's like, cool. I think just because it was different. But probably the nicest one I've been in, I was trying to remember the name, was in uh, uh, Porto in Portugal. Mm. That um, was recently, wasn't it? Yeah, that was recently. And that was, I can't remember the name, but just going there in the morning, they, the full, wasn't that big, but just the door, the whole door opened up in the front of the shop. It was probably as wide as this shop. Oh. It was just one big window opened up and the sun was just pounding in. Yeah. And the coffee was amazing. And they just sat there and I was just like, ah, oh, to be a barista here would be a dream. Yeah. Mm. Like everyone was chilling out. Everyone, there was no like bad vibes. The music was beautiful. And it was just like, it was just such a nice warming hearty experience yeah. in there. and the guy again like you said the guy was interested in us he was asking about like oh like what are you guys doing here why are you here and like, yeah. yeah it was just real nice mm. so that was probably I'll find out the name then I can say it <clears throat> so that kind of almost busts my theory Which like is? it is it's about the barista and I think obviously the atmosphere of the setting but if you're not necessarily allowed to sit into a space that's been curated for you mm. It becomes a little bit harder to enjoy it, a little bit harder to, I don't know, kind of whack that experience at the top of yeah. best experiences. Yeah, but would you not say that it's difficult to enjoy an experience, even if, let's say you've got a really beautifully designed shop, but the barista is a bit of a dick. dick. Yeah. Even yeah. if you're sitting in for an hour, you're still going to be the human element of that interaction is m has much yeah. more like longer lasting <laughs> impact yeah yeah combi coffee it's called in combi. Combi. combi give them combi. a shout out the um, other one they're actually like a, a behemoth of a company uh, arabica yeah 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 i yeah. went to the one in kyoto and it's is that cool oh it's sexy right i'm gonna take this dog for a walk yeah should we cut it Let's do, let's do a wee outro. Okay, that'll do us episode seven in the bag. Thanks to Seamus Murphy Mitchell for additional editing support. You can get in touch with the podcast at Anti Coffee Coffee Club on Instagram. Um, any questions for Courtney? Let's have them. Okay, so from the three of us at ACCC headquarters, see you next time, dreamers. Thank you.